Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Disruptive Nutrition's 12-week trifecta transformation. We always say that wherever you are in your journey, we have a place for you at Disruptive Nutrition. And we have learned over the years that some diet disruptors need more support when it comes to not just their nutrition, but to their mindsets, habits, and long-term sustainability plan. That's why Disruptive Nutrition has developed an exclusive coaching program designed for those who are the most serious, committed, and ready to invest in themselves so that what they learn truly lasts a lifetime. Our 12-week trifecta transformation is the only program where I personally coach clients to truly dive deep into not just what their body needs, but how their mindsets and actions intertwine. This is our most exclusive program where clients must be interviewed and invited to apply. So we encourage you to explore if you are a good fit by visiting our website, www.disruptyournutrition.com and scroll down to the 12-week trifecta transformation area to book an interview call now. Well, hey there, Diet Disruptors. Happy Monday. Happy Memorial Day. I'm trying to get myself set up here. How is everyone? If you are watching this live or tuning in live, just say hey to me. Say hello. Let me know what you're doing on your day off. If you have a day off today, look at me. I am working today, but I'm happy to do so. Just keep in mind, I got everyone around here in this house, so I have no idea whatever may happen may happen. But anyway, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about today. We have been doing volleyball tournaments all weekend. I feel like that's the story of my life these days and spending lots of time together as a family and, you know, the summer's coming and that's even more time together with the kids. And I have been thinking a lot about our kids. And that is what we are going to talk about today. Last week on in our Diet Disruptor Squad Facebook group, uh, somebody had mentioned um, uh, something about how we talk to our kids about nutrition. Where do we even start? Mark McDonald, my good friend and nutritionist, posted a great video of his daughter, Hope, who has had some sensory issues um, 
since she was born and they um, have worked really hard to be able to help her to be able to learn and move and communicate in all the ways that um, can showcase how amazing she is. And her mother, Abby, Mark's wife, um, is just an incredible mom. And she was uh, videotaping an incredible video of Hope at six years old, being able to name proteins and fats and carbs and things like that. And so that spawned a discussion in our Facebook group, but also with a lot of my uh, my, my fellow friends and, and um, clients about how we talk to our kids around nutrition around food, around our bodies. And I thought we have to do a segment, an episode on this. So I first want to tell you a little bit about my story. And then I want to dig into some practical ideas about what we do, what our coaches do. All of us coaches have kids at very different stages of life. I would also love to hear what you do. No one answer is going to be right, but I want us to think about why we are in the state that we are in and if it had anything to do with the messages that we heard as a kid and just to be super vigilant of that. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my story. A lot of you know, I have two teenage girls, they're in high school and uh, gosh, it was about, I mean, I've, I've lived um, in a lot of different places and while I was living in Singapore, I was actually the spokesperson for Mattel Fisher-Price. Very cool. I got lots. I got to play with lots of toys. I got lots of toys. I had little kids. It was very cool. And I traveled all around the world talking to parents around raising kids. I was a behavior specialist. Um, it's one of the reasons why I think I'm uniquely qualified to help people with nutrition, because once I figured out that the formula and how to make things work, behavior is our biggest obstacle. I can teach everybody how to eat, but our mindsets and our own behaviors are the things that we struggle with. So I was a behavioral expert and was asked to speak around the world to parents about discipline, about their kids, about raising them, about raising good humans. And at the time I had little humans myself, but I just used my experience in education. And one of the things that I did in every single talk that I had, we had boxes all around the stage, stage. And I always talked about the fact that every single one of our kids comes to us with this like imaginary moving box. Okay. And it is our job as parents throughout the years that they are with us and very, very, um, I guess, specifically certain ages of those years they are with us, we start filling that box and it is subconscious, unconscious, conscious, all of those things. There are times we realize what we're doing and there are times we certainly do not realize what we're doing. We are very egocentric people and what we think and what we rationalize sometimes we think makes a whole lot of sense and that the other person should be able to understand it as well. I tell my kids all the time, it's it's the guess what the other person is thinking game, guess what's in our head, right? But we have a bias kind of about the way that we think and process that they do as well. So we may intend to do something, but the impact may be very different. Intention and impact. So when we start filling our kids' boxes, we intend to fill it with all the things that are going to help them prosper. But in all reality, some of the things that we do, even though it may be justified in our heads, even though maybe it is something that we feel like we can't help, has an impact on our kids. And so for year after year after year, we are filling this box. Each one of them has a different box. 
right? And we're filling it up. I know my experiences growing up were not my sister's experiences growing up. We have very different boxes based on how old we are and the experiences that we, whether we had with our parents. And so as we're filling up those boxes, we have to be prepared for the fact that those kids will move out one day. And when they unpack that box to live the life that they were meant to live, they're going to have to deal with whatever it is you put in that box for them. If you're, if you're like, oh, this is interesting. This is what I'm tracking you, Carrie, right? Box in the comments, right? Box. I want to see that in there. Okay. So I want you to be thinking about the fact that now your kids will start pulling out the things that you inadvertently put in that box. Now that box is going to be filled with all sorts of life experiences, not just the one that you put in, but I will say all day long, moms, know your value. That's what it says back there. Know your value. It is huge. It is expensive. You have an influence on your family, on your spouse, on your kids that I don't even think we realize. I call us momfluencers because that is who we are. And we have to recognize how powerful that is. Now, life can get crazy. We can get chaotic. We can get stressed. We can snap. We can justify it. But in all reality, everything we're doing is putting stuff into their backs. So I remember thinking, I remember seeing one day my two kids, they were sitting at the kitchen table and it was that time, I, I tell this story a lot where I saw my reflection in the glass cabinets in our kitchen and I was disgusted with what I saw because it wasn't just the physical part of me not being able to lose the weight that I wanted to, feeling like I was always deprived, never eating the same things that my family ate, but I could see myself and what I was doing in that, in that reflection onto my kids. They were literally talking about things like calories. They were talking about things like being on a diet. They were talking about things like friends who were fat. And I remember looking at myself and thinking, oh, dear God, Carrie, what are you doing? But I didn't know how to fix it because everything that I was doing I didn't have enough awareness. I thought everything that was going on inside of me, I was keeping to myself. If anybody had asked you, I was an educator, you guys remember this. I was a behavior specialist. If anybody felt like they had control over the things that we were saying and doing to our kids, it was me. And yet I was seeing things in my kids that I knew wasn't healthy and wasn't right. I knew I was filling their box with stuff that was in my box that was causing a lot of the issues that I was having at that time that I still have today. And I was determined to figure out how to change what was in that box. And so again, if this is resonating with you, put some comments down and start thinking about this because what we do and what we say matters, moms, it really, really does. Now, with our clients, especially those that have gone through or going through our four weeks to wellness lifestyle launch, and then our larger program after that, for those that decide to continue on, we can dig deep into this stuff. We dig deep into self-awareness. I always say to women, whenever I talk to them across the country, what are the ways that you get healthy? What are all the ways that you can get healthy? And inevitably they say, hell, uh, eating right, exercise, maybe yoga, meditation, you know, whatever. Nobody ever says self-awareness. And yet being aware of the things that we're doing, why we're doing them, how they're impacting others is going to allow us to become healthier and stronger. 
we can't be healthy and strong if our kids aren't, right? But if we aren't in the right spot in our mindsets, if we are doubting the way that our value as it being related to the to the weight on the scale, if we are eating a different meal, if we are constantly looking for things that are diets or solutions, if we are mentioning calories, there are so many things. We don't know how to respond to our kids when they eat a lot of sugar, or when they eat something quote unquote bad for them. We are filling their box with a whole lot of stuff that they are then going to have to grapple with just like we did. You can think that you're doing different, but unless you're truly aware and then have replacement language, replacement behaviors, you're not going to be able to do it on your own. And that is one of the things that we're going to talk about today. So one piece that I really want us to recognize is our mindset. Be honest with yourself. Your thoughts and your beliefs dictate your actions. It's a math equation, like two plus two equals four. Your thoughts and your belief dictate your actions. So you can think you are doing something different with your kids, saying something different with your kids. But if you truly believe something else, they know it. Remember, your perspective is only your own. We're egocentric beings. What they see, you can't see. What they feel, what they interpret, you don't see or interpret. And it is a weight on my shoulders that I take very seriously. Um, how we show up for ourselves will show our kids what they need to do to show up for themselves. So think about the actions that you're doing and the messages that you're sending with those actions. I once went to a parenting workshop and I heard the most amazing kind of concept that sticks with me to this day. So I want you to think from like zero to two-ish, right? Your job as a mom is to keep your kids safe and fed, right? You hold them safe. They need to feel safety emotionally and physically and fed and all of that. From about, I don't know, like two to three until 12 years old, you are considered the role of a teacher. So if you have kids between three and 12, I want you to write in the comments, teacher, because that is what you are. You have the role of teacher. You have the expertise and you are teaching your children all the different things that you know to be true and right. Teachers with a poor mindset don't teach kids really well. Trust me, I used to I used to teach teachers for decades, okay? From 13 to 16, you model. So it isn't as much teaching anymore. It is now what you do, they notice. What you say and how you act, that is their language, their seeing. They look at you as a model. So you could say all day long one thing, but it's what you do that sticks with kids 13 to 16. So if you are a model right now, because your kids are between 13 and 16, write the word model, okay? Whether you're watching this on the replay, whether you're listening to this on the podcast, write the word model. Now from 17 to about 20-ish, you are then a coach, okay? So now think about the role of a coach. The role of a coach sees the game from a, uh, uh, the side, a, a different point of view. Just like your, uh, any, uh, any of our coaches that work with us, we have 13 coaches at Disruptive Nutrition, and they can see the game from a different point of view. They can help you to see a different perspective. At the end of the day, it's your decision about what you do. 17 to 20 is like that. If you are a coach to your kids, because you have kids 17 to 20, I want you to write coach down. 
okay? And then anyone 21 and older, 10 to 14, if you have, I, 10 to 14, oh my gosh. If 21 and over, I'm looking at my notes to say 10 to 14. If you are 21 and over, you are a mentor, okay? No longer as much of a coach, kind of guiding through the guidelines in real time. It's like, you know, when you have a mentor, you go to them for support. They give you some wide advice, wise advice, and then you go live your life. And then you might come back to your mentor, but it's not a real time in the moment kind of coaching. 21 and over, approximately, I feel like that age gets a little bit older every year, you become a mentor. So if you are a mentor, I want you to write mentor. Every single one of those roles, teacher, right? Teacher, model, coach, mentor, they're all very influential. But when you think about yourself in that frame, you can think about a little more about what you're saying and doing with your kids because the impact is going to be dramatic depending on what level of parenting you are at. So I want you to be really thinking now about the things that you say and things that you do. Okay. So are you a teacher? Are you a model? Are you a coach? Are you a mentor? What your thoughts and your actions dictate your beliefs. All of this needs to be in awareness first. Okay. And it needs to be admitted. Now, what are the things that we say to our kids? Well, I, I'm not going to be able to get into a ton and ton and ton of stuff. But I'm going to give you some key phrases that I talk about with my kids. We don't talk about the weight on the scale. We don't have a scale. If you have a scale at your house, recognize you are putting a lot of value in a machine that is the definition of fake news. If you have a scale and you stand on it, your kids see that. They see that as a measure that is a measure of progress and a measure of worth. If you get on that scale and ever you have a bad day because you don't like that number on that scale, your kids know that. So my first suggestion is to get rid of the scale. We don't talk about the weight on the scale. We talk about how much weight we can lift in the gym. We talk about our progress when it comes to energy and sleep. And we also recognize when a food doesn't make us feel good, right? Oh, I just ate this. It's not serving my body right now. I always say food will either serve your body or serve your soul. And when we can say out loud to our kids, this food is serving my body. It is allowing me to fuel my body because we are a refuel as you go machine. And so you need to fuel your body with healthy foods because when your body is healthy, it truly works with you instead of against you. You can say that in all sorts of different age ranges, right? And so we don't talk about food being bad or good. Food is not good for you or bad for you. Food just is. We put so much weight and value on food, you guys. Food serves our body or it serves our soul. And there's some food that serves our body and our soul. And that's amazing. What I love about the Four Weeks to Wellness Lifestyle Launch is for four weeks, we are serving our body with whole, clean, unprocessed foods. And it is shocking for people to realize how much of that food is serving their soul as well. We think that the two are separate. Food is either good or bad. It is not. It is just protein, fats, and carbs. And so you have to be educated on what a protein, a fat, and a carb is. Peanut butter is not a protein. Almond butter is not a protein. Nuts are not a protein. You need complete proteins. I've written blogs all about this. You can dig in. Every single one of my clients knows about this. This is like super important. But what my kids know is that they're going to have a protein, a fat, and a carb. And so what I love about Mark McDonald's daughter is when Abby was saying is, she had an orange and she was saying, is that a protein or a carb? And she said, carb. And Abby would say, correct. 
I love that, okay? That is what we're looking for. Kids, we don't know a lot about food ourselves, right? I know this because of all the people that come into our programs, we're teaching about food first. And I always say, when you know, you can do. So you getting educated on what food is, is really important, right? Why food helps us. So when I talk to my kids about protein, fats, and carbs, I say, you guys, you need a protein, fat, and carb every time you eat. Every time you eat, you're going to have protein, fat, and carb as much as you can, right? And so my kids are teenagers, and do they do like carbs and fats without protein? Absolutely. But we, I, I don't berate them when they don't have a PFC ever. I, I'll say to them, is that a meal? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm adding my protein to it. Or I'm like, what can you do to make that balanced? Not to make it better, not to make it good, not to... Um, help you lose weight. It is literally what can you do to make that meal more balanced so it fuels your body. I also am constantly like, when's the last time you ate? Okay, make sure you guys were eating because we're a refuel as you go machine. Um, we just name food. So when you're little kids, you can be like, that's a protein, that's a fat, that's a carb. Yay, protein, fats, and carbs, right? All those kinds of things. It's it's little and it's, and it's um, 1%. Every, every day, we, my kids truly, we don't measure, we don't, any of that kind of stuff. We just talk about food. Our kids have a super high metabolism. They eat really for the food that serves their body or healthy food as much as possible. We don't have garbage in our house. Very rarely do we, do we? And when they have a cookie, like last weekend, uh, we went to a volleyball tournament. We stopped at Panera and I got an iced tea and I got a cookie for the two girls. Um, and they were like, whoa, it was shocking. And I said, yeah, we need a little soul food right now. And, I, and it was just fine. It was great. It was celebratory. They appreciated it, right? Um, so I want you just to be thinking about how you can name foods for kids, how you can talk about what, what we do to live a healthy lifestyle and why it's important to live a healthy lifestyle. But we cannot identify food as good or bad, right? We have to recognize that our bodies are refuel as you go machine. And so if our blood sugar gets low, we have to refuel. We know our blood sugar is low when we're really hungry. We know our blood sugar is really high when we're really stuffed. Our goal is to always feel satisfied, okay? And so I encourage my kids to be able to find protein bars or protein shakes that they like so that they can fuel themselves because we never want them getting really hungry and we never want them getting overly full. And I tell them that's because you want your body to be a machine that continues to grow long into, a, into adulthood. And we can name out people in our lives that do not live a healthy lifestyle. It has nothing to do with their, well, I, I don't talk about their weight. I talk about their health and the fact that they can't do certain things. And I want to be able to kick a soccer ball when I'm 90. And I want you to be able to do it alongside me and your child. And so that's the kind of stuff that we say to our kids. That's the kind of stuff that I know if we put in their box is going to make them stronger, more confident, and more empowered to make decisions for the right reasons, not because they fear food, not because they are um, so concerned that their weight on the scale means more than their um, career path that they've chosen or the person that they are, right? That shouldn't matter, but remember, you are filling that box every single day. Your intention may not equal the impact that you have. 
Your thoughts and your beliefs dictate your actions. Food is not good or bad. Food just is protein, fats, and carbs. There's food that serves our soul and there's food that serves our body. And that is both good and well. If you do too much of your soul food, you're not going to feel as good because nothing feels like healthy does, right? Nothing tastes as good as healthy feels. And the more your kids feel that way, the less they want the other stuff. But it is not about value and power that we give over to food. It is about the choices and empowerment to know how to make the right choices. I have my kids read labels and I'm like, look at the carb count on this. Okay. The carb count is really, really high, which means the sugars are really, really high, which means you're going to spike your blood sugar. What can you do? If this is something you really want, what can we do to balance that out? And then we work on that together. Maybe we'll have a protein shake. Maybe we'll have um, some, I don't know, some chicken or turkey or whatever it is. Um, But whatever it is, we work on it together. And there's sometimes we're like, we're just not going to do it. And we're going to be intentional. The exception doesn't become the norm. My kids exercise. They have to move their bodies every day. And those are all in the name of getting ourselves to being healthy and strong. Okay. All right. So I hope that that helped today. I would love to know what your takeaways are from that. We have been um, just really enjoying uh, our um, time together as a family. And I hope you are too. I hope this allows you to be really intentional, to be thinking about what's inside your box and to know that you are a momfluencer. Take that seriously. And don't think that people don't notice you because they do know your value, y'all. All right, y'all. Thank you so much. I love chatting with you. I'm going to go hang out with my family. Bye. 